0: It's me again, and you again, here at More Morgulons. I'm the host, Crystal Clear. Today, I want to pick back up the conversation that was started yesterday about the bat plague and tie that into the conversation about BGI. Ah, 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 ah. Bats gone insane. BGI group, get it? ah, 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 ah. ah. Yeah, I get it. Um, so this is our resident expert, Dr. Count Dracula. Ah, ah, hello, Crystal. You know, I would find it easier to do this interview if you didn't have garlic salt all over your face. Yeah, I know, Dracula, but, like, here's the thing. You're just gonna have to socially distance yourself from me because garlic salt and Vaseline is, like, one of the few things I've found to kind of make some of this shit come out of my face, so it's kind of my nightly ritual. I'm a loser like that. Ah, 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 yes. Yes, you are. Thanks. Um, anyway, are you really an expert in bats? But of course. No one knows more about bats than I do except for Batman. Right, and I got in touch with him, but he was busy, and I really appreciate you coming out, especially this early in the evening. Ah, 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 I had nothing better to do. Cool. Well, um, yeah, so we're going to talk about the white-nosed fungus that's killing all the bats. As it turns out, after a little bit of research, I learned European bats and American bats, especially Georgia bats. Bats are dying. It is uh, a plague. Yeah, I know, it's kind of weird Do you think it has something to do with coronavirus or morgulons? You know, how many times have we said on this show That we think a parasitic fungus could be involved With the etiology of morgulons What do you think, Count? Ah, 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 ah Morgulons, Uh, ah, 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 ah It's really not funny, dude Like, it's kind of a bitch to have morgulons Ah, 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 okay, you're off the show, dude I'm about to grab you a steak dinner, like a steak-through-the-heart dinner. Oh, 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 <sighs> stay tuned. Who's out for blood? And I'm batshit crazy. No, it can't be healthy to have so many bouts in your belt free. And I'm out for blood. All right, let's get this party started and bring tons of fun, guys. Yes, I just made a fungus joke and it was really, really bad. Um, But let's get serious here about Pseudogymnoascus destructans. I probably just destructans that name, but I did my best, guys. Um, formerly known as Geomyces destructans, is a psychrophilic, cold-loving. Is what that means. I've never heard that term. You would think psychro would mean like you're a you're a, a philic. Well, we know philic is a lover, right? Philic is a lover, um, but psychro. It's like you psychro girl. That's like a little step above psycho. Um, but it actually means, psychrophilic means cold-loving fungus. What have I said on this show a zillion times? Morgulons are winter birds. Everybody knows that. They hate the fucking heat. Hate it. Um, so it's a psychrophilic cold-loving fungus that causes white nose syndrome. If you all have seen the great American film, and I use the word great pretty loosely here, uh, by Martin Scorsese, uh Called Scarface. There's a part in the movie where Al Pacino he gets this psychrotrophilic shit, and he's got white shit all over his face. I think that was how the I think that was in the movie. I'm pretty sure it was ahead of its time. Um, yeah, it caused white nose syndrome, a fatal disease that has devastated bat populations in parts of the United States and Canada. Um, it doesn't mention Europe here, but I. I assume that this is like a, another bad wiki page, like just like the Morgulons one. Uh, still haven't given up on that, y'all. Don't forget; uh, it's kind of important. Um, a fatal disease that has devastated bat populations in the U.S. and Canada. Unlike species of Geomyces, which it used to be called P. destructans, that's the cy- psycho or pseudo Gymnoascus. Okay, P. destructans—that's its new name—forms asymmetrically curved conidia. Okay, if you say so. Conidia, I'm, listen, I'm not a mycologist, okay? But uh, I do know that conidia basically means it's like a spore, and it's an asexual form of reproduction. So we got got another hermaphrodite here, for all intents and purposes. Now, the shape of these things, the conidium, conidium is like the singular, I guess, conidia is the uh, plural, but... They look like little, um, they look like little brooms, okay? It's like a long stem with, like, a little frazzle-dazzle at the end, like a broom kind of fans out, like a fan paintbrush or something. That's what Conidia look like, which, oddly enough, I have had, this is crazy, y'all, but I have had, uh, eh, just every once in a while since I got Morgulons, I get stigmata. Yes, that's right, stigmata. Just spontaneously bleeding from holes, like, in my body. Yeah, it's great. Um... And, uh, uh, most of the time that I get it, my stigmata, (laughs) whoever thought in my life that those words would come out of my mouth, but they have now, and there's no putting them back in. Uh, yeah, but it comes out in a fan shape, like a conidium. Very interesting. I don't know what the fuck that means, uh, but it seems pretty suspicious, um, so, pseudogymnoascus destructans grows very slowly on artificial media. Now, on your face, that's a different story. It loves them bat noses. hmm uh-huh. Ears and wings, too. Basically, this shit loves eating skin. We know that, though. Um, it grows very slowly on artificial media and cannot grow at temperatures above 20 degrees Celsius. For y'all Americans, it's like, I don't know, it's like 80, or no, actually, shit, 68 maybe? Something around there, 70-ish. So, I mean, that obviously, you know, that would, that would not be a good contender, you know, because we're like 98-something degrees. Now, the surface of our skin, hmm, hmm, yeah, ambient temperature on the surface of our skin probably slightly slightly higher than ambient temperature outside you know or in the atmosphere around you or if you're inside but like uh it's interesting interesting well we don't know if that's a rule out yet uh it can grow around four degrees celsius to 20 degrees celsius which encompasses the which encompasses the temperatures found in winter bat hibernacula hibernacula is uh, latin the latin for tent for winter quarters Yes, my hibernacula here at Freedom House. It is very cold outside, y'all, which explains a lot. Um, There's another thing, too. Like, everywhere around me, not just around Freedom House, but when I go to work, when I'm walking into work, on the pavement, I see these, like, pieces of what look like bark, like, off of a tree, but they're like covered with this like fluffy whitish and greenish whitish green mostly white fungus i mean you can't make this shit up dude but i see it everywhere and maybe i just wasn't looking before but it is kind of interesting because my whole entire life i've always looked at the ground when i walked and um i mean i hold my head up high and i got good posture But I always keep my eyes on the ground because I don't like to misstep, you know. Uh, I prefer to be vertical um, when I'm in motion. Well, most of the time. But uh, that'll probably never happen again. Um, Anyways, that's depressing. But it's not even true. So, whatever. Come on, please. Not even true. Call me Tiresias. But yeah, this fungus. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, we're in our hibernacula, guys, and we like it cold in here because we are Pseudogymnoascus destructans, and we're here to party on your face, philo, particularly your nose. <laughs> Phylogenetic evaluation has revealed this organism should be reclassified under the family Pseudo Eurotiaceae. Okay, we're changing its name to Pseudogymnoascus destructans. Okay, we you already said that. Um, history: This has a short history, y'all. Let's see where it begins. In 2008, Blehert et al. described the fungus associated with white-nose syndrome as a member of the genus Geomyces. In 2009, Gargus et al. were the first to describe the fungus as a unique species. The specific name they chose, destructans, means destroying. You think? The fungus was definitively identified as the cause of the syndrome in bats, according to research published in 2011 by scientists at the United States Geological Survey. It was previously unknown whether this fungus was the primary cause of WNS remember that's what uh, scarface had WNS white nose syndrome or was an opportu- or was it was that the primary cause of that or was it an opportunistic pathogen yeah like of another parasite hmm worms i don't know worms plus this fungus good old uh, P. destructs destructans Equals morgulons. There we have it. So I will be taking my Nobel. It's been a great time. Nice meeting you guys. Sayonara. Just kidding. I would never leave you guys hanging like that. Upside down like a bunch of bats in a cold cave. I wouldn't do that. Dracula might do it, but I wouldn't do it. Um, Yeah, so we're up to 2011. They said, we have identified this as the cause of the syndrome in bats because it was previously unknown whether it was the cause or whether it was just an opportunistic pathogen associated with the disease. Though strong evidence suggested that the fungus was the etiologic agent. We'll see about that. I mean, it's one study. It was done by the U.S. Geological Survey. I hope they're better than the CDC at figuring shit out. Uh, In 2013, an analysis of the phylogenetic... So that's like what phylum... Genetic... Phylogenetic... So like what genetically... How does it relate to other species in this phylum? That's part of that, you know, taxonomy of uh, living things. Um, so in 2013, an analysis of the phylogenic relationship indicated that this fungus was more closely related to the genus Pseudogymnoascus than to the genus Geomyces. Okay, we get it, dude. We get it. We get the name changed. We got it. We got it. Maiden name Geomyces, married name Pseudogymnoascus rolls off the tongue so it's believed to have originated from europe shout out to the eu and the uk Uh, hey by the way here in atlanta just got a bunch of your variants uk thanks (sighs) the current p destructans european distribution includes austria belgium czech republic Chechia, we don't know. Denmark, Estonia, France, Germany, Hungary, the Netherlands, Poland, Romania, Slovakia, Switzerland, Turkey, Ukraine, and the United Kingdom. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Again, I'm just going to throw back to World War II <laughs> the Allies, the Allied forces. Um, The North American geographic distribution of P. destructans continues to increase each year since its initial introduction to New York State in 2006. Its current distribution includes 38 states in the USA and at least 7 Canadian provinces. eh? That's fucked up, man. When all the bats are dead, shit. Put your money in fucking pesticide futures, y'all. That's a real bona fide financial tip right there. Uh, Bat species affected by P. destructans. In North America, P. destructans has been found to infect at least 11 species of bats, of which it has caused diagnostic symptoms of white-nose syndrome in the endangered Indiana bat, the endangered gray bat, the little brown bat, aww, the, uh, the northern long-eared bat, the big brown bat, not like the little brown bat. Man, Who, who names these, like a seven-year-old? And the tricolored bat, ooh, red, white, and blue. And the eastern small-footed bat. Pseudogymnoascus destructans has been found on four additional North American bat species. The endangered Virginia big-eared bat, the cave bat, <laughs> the silver-haired bat, And the Southeastern bat, Southeastern bat, shout out, the European bat species that have been shown to harbor pea destructions include Beckstein's bat, that's a Jewish bat, Uh, lesser mouse-eared bat, he's a class warrior, Uh, Brant's bat, Uh, y'all have much better bat names, UK, Uh, Pond bat, now that's more like it, Dobbinton's bat greater mouse-eared bat he's an aristocratic bat and whiskered bat geoffrey's bat northern bat lesser horseshoe bat barbastel we don't even know where that one came from brown long-eared bat and natterers bat you know apparently in europe if you find a bat they'll name it after you just tip of the day although large-scale european bat-related fatalities are not reported okay biology uh whoa this shit looks like exactly what is growing on all the bark in atlanta and what's been like colonizing my granite around my kitchen sink it's really weird guys like i had to do a major scrub down last night and it seems to have finally got rid of it but it's like growing in these like white dotted little colonies i mean it looks like a fucking petri dish uh yeah it definitely can grow in temperatures above 68 uh so p destructans is a psychrophilic fungus able to grow below 10 degrees celsius that's cold as fuck y'all that's 50 uh degrees and with an upper limit near oh wait yeah that is cold but not that cold sorry y'all this whole celsius thing i'm an american um we don't know shit like that. Um, with an upper limit near 20 degrees Celsius, 68. So 50 to 68. It's a winter bird, y'all. Uh, this fungus produces brown and gray colonies. It secretes a brownish pigment. Ah. Uh, secretes a brownish pigment. Y'all know about the brown black ooze? My morgies out there, y'all ever get that? Just all of a sudden, there will be like brown black ooze, like coming out of you, like out of your skin. I've had that happen. I don't know if y'all have. But it's gross as fuck. Um, yeah, and it uh, secretes that shit, the shit pigment, and produces asexually via characteristically curved conidia when cultured on Saborod dextrose agar. That's some kind of growth medium that contains sugar because that's what dextrose is. I don't know what Saborod is, y'all. I mean, we can look it up real quick. It's a type of agar growth medium containing peptones. Uh, they're derived from animal milk or meat digested by proteolysis. That means uh, eating up proteins. So, uh, so it's a protein uh, sugar growth medium. So I guess if you went vegan, maybe your morgellons would go away. I don't know. I really don't know, y'all. You'd have to go sugarless vegan, and that's something I don't know if I could do. Be like, I guess I'll eat some more almonds. Fuck, this sucks. Um, The asymmetrically curved conidia are produced at the tips or sides singly or in short chains. So they're like beads almost, okay? Arthroconidia can be present and undergo rexolytic separation. What the fuck? Uh, So arthroconidia are a type of fungal spore typically produced by segmentation of pre-existing fungal hyphae. So it's like there's a string of like these little beads and then one of them breaks off. That's the segmentation. So I I think that's what it means. And um, yeah, so they are... So the arthroconidia, so that's like another feature of it. It can, so they're saying it can look like either, um, you know, these little broken off segments of beads or they can undergo rexolytic separation. I don't know what that is because this show is running long, but it's research has shown that it grows optimally between 54.5 and 60.4 Fahrenheit with an upper growth limit of about 68. The in vitro growth rate is reported to be very slow. In vitro, in the lab. However, several studies have shown that not all P. destructans isolates grow at the same rate. P. destructans grows as an opportunistic pathogen on bats causing white-nose syndrome, but it can also persist in the cave environment as a saprotroph. Saprotroph is like a parasite on a parasite, basically. Like dead plants. They like to eat dead plants. Um, But yeah, so... I thought that they, they just said it grows as an opportunistic pathogen on bats, but earlier in the paper they said that 2011 had been definitively answered that question, and they had said that it was the primary cause. So, um, shitty wiki. If anybody has any knowledge about that they want to drop on this show, we'd love to hear it. Pete, destruct hands can grow and sporulate which means reproduce asexually via conidiation, that's what I do now, on keratinaceous, chitinaceous, cellulosic, okay, I can tell you what that means. Keratin is what your skin is made of. Chitin is what insect cells are made of. Cellulose is what plants are made out of. That's like their skin. Those are the skin of humans, mammals, you know, uh, uh, insects, and plants, okay? So it's growing on the trees, it's growing on the bugs, it's growing on my chin. And uh, it knows that they can grow and sporulate, reproduce, and lipid protein, which means fat, protein, rich substrates, including dead fish, just like in Wuhan, mushroom, fruit bodies, and dead insects. Oh, shit. That just made me think about this dead roach I saw that had this fur growing out of it. Oh, this is crazy, y'all. P-destructins has been shown to utilize many nitrogen sources, nitrate, nitrite, ammonium, urea, and uric acid. Although P-destructins can penetrate senescing moss cells, cellulosic debris may not be a long-term substrate for colonization. So they're like, we like to hang out on moss, but we just want to sublet this place. We don't really want to like put down a down payment and get into a mortgage situation, okay? We're looking for a human or a bat. P-destructins can tolerate, by the way, I don't know if it really can infect humans, but I, I doubt anyone studied it. They just discovered it like 12 years ago or 13 years ago or something. And, um, you know, it's still trying to figure out what the fuck it is. Uh, it can tolerate elevated levels of environmental inhibitory sulfur compounds, cysteine, sulfite, and sulfide. So it's like, we don't care. You put sulfur all over us. It, we can tolerate that. Um, They grow over a wide pH range, 5 to 11. That's a pretty wide range. Humans are like a 7, guys. Um, Tolerate elevated environmental levels of calcium. However, pH destructions was found to be intolerant to matrix-induced water stress. Man, what the fuck is that? Matrix-induced water stress. I do not know what that means. We got to look that up later. Enzymatic activity under lab conditions. It has been shown to produce numerous enzymes, including b glucosidase, esterase, esterase, lipase, like anything that has that A's at the end. It means I'm I am able to break this shit down and break it down. So lipase, is lipid, fat. So if it's a lipase, it could break down fats. If it can break down esters, it can break down uh, sugar uh glucosidase um leucine and valine armolidase leucine uh, and valine or amino acids guys uh a bunch of other AS, guys okay both acid and alkaline phosphatases various proteinase and urease while testing negative for cysteine armadale so many words Let's just get to the part about how the fuck to get rid of it. Control agents. In 2011, several compounds, antifungals, fungicides, and biocides, were shown to effectively inhibit the growth of P-destructans, including benzalkonium chloride. Y'all, benzalkonium chloride is uh, found in really low concentrations, probably not strong enough to kill anything. Uh, In eye drops, though, as a preservative, I have heard it is used in China and Russia as a contraceptive. But you got to put it in your vagina and it sounds like that will burn because I know Ben's alconium chloride is from the surgical suite. That's what you use to disinfect uh, and sterilize instruments uh, for surgery. So, I don't know about all that. Uh, The other things that kill it, chloroacetoxyquinoline. Okay, that sounded like that um, stuff that Trump was trying to push for corona. Hydroxyquinoline, whatever. Uh, chloroxine, cyclopyrox, olamine, econazole, econazole, that's like those azoles, remember those are the antifungal ones, phenylmercuric acetate, pyrethione, zinc, and sulconazole. The same study showed that P-destructins was sensitive to amphotericin B, itraconazole, ketaconazole. Posaconazole and Voriconazole. I need all those except for the Amphotericin B. That shit's hardcore. While the fungus had some resistance to Enidafungin, Caspofungin, flitososa, and Micafungin. Okay, a recent 2014 uh, study identified several volatile organic compounds. If you really want to give yourself cancer, I'm not even going to read all these names. Uh, that were previously identified from fungistatic soils, which demonstrated inhibition of both mycelial extension and growth from conedia. Uh, a 2015 study showed that rhod- rhodococcus rhodocrose could inhibit the growth of p-destructans. That sounds like something that you could buy in a supplement store. I don't really trust supplements, y'all. I don't know. Nobody checks to see what's really in them. I suspect it's just... Uh, any goat weed and some off-brand uh, viagra i don't know um but anyways a positive breakthrough may have come while utilizing competitive genetics to investigate the evolutionary history of p destructans compared to six closely related non-pathogenic st- species non-pathogenic so they don't cause disease uh the study published in the journal nature in 2018's recent research y'all discovered that due to a lost enzyme p destructans Lacks an ability to repair DNA, which has been damaged by UV light. Hey, y'all. I'm about to go buy a season pass to the damn tanning bed. Cancer be damned. Not really. I don't really want to get cancer. But, hmm. Tanning bed. I do have a free one at my gym. That I've only been to, like, three times in the last six weeks. It's really bad. Uh, But I'm getting back into it. I'm getting back into it, y'all. In fact, I'm going to start... I'm going to put this cigarette out and start doing some squats while I record because I'm, I'm good like that. Um, so it lacks the ability to repair DNA damage by UV light. Ongoing research is taking place to see if there's a practical method to have bats activate a UV system as they enter and leave a hibernaculum and treat their infection. Y'all, I'm about to build a tanning bed hibernaculum. You want to come over? Dang. All right. Listen, this episode has ran so long because what an interesting fungus and um, I'd still want to talk about how that relates to BGI group, the Chinese biotech uh, well, and gen- mostly genetic sequencing firm that also ha- just so happens, to have um, sent pretty much half the world a bunch of COVID tests. And just said, hey, if you don't mind, uh, can you send back the results? Uh, and we'll just read all the genomes of all the people all over the world. So we can, you know, put them into our supercomputer that y'all don't have. So we can live out our five-year Dr. Evil plan on the rest of the globe. I'm not trying to demonize China. I'm just pointing out the demons in China. We have them in all of our countries But, again, they're the ones with the supercomputer and the bat virus that we all are catching in the Allied Forces countries. I don't know. Could be all baloney. But there could be something to it. It's funny because I went back and I was like... Because I really haven't thought about or talked about China that much since episode one and episode two. I was wrong yesterday. I did do a whole episode about horsehair worms. Um, But... My closing words to the first episode were, don't ask me about Jing-Pi. I don't know what that means. And I didn't know what that meant. And I still don't know what it meant. (laughs) But it's interesting that here I am, like a hundred episodes later, and I'm talking about Jing-Pi again. And I don't know what that means. But I'm telling y'all. My, my clairvoyance is kicking in. My crystal clear vision. Something to it, y'all. There's something to it. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned.